What's up, guys? Thank you so much for tuning in to This Week in Mediocrity. I am your mediocre host, Chris. I have a lot of exciting news to cover, so without further ado, let's get into the mediocrity. First and foremost, up in gaming news this week, the Master Chief Collection has officially been announced for PC, which is Steam and Windows. Uh, Last week, I said there was rumors floating around. It has officially been announced, and fans are fucking going absolute batshit crazy over it. I know I'm excited because it's going to be the first time you can actually play a Halo game on PC since Combat Evolved way back in the early 2000s, so it's going to be really exciting. I know I'm definitely going to scoop it up, and a lot of my homies are too. Uh, Fans are so thankful for after the announcement that they have been sending massive amounts of pizza to 343 Studios as a thank you. So much pizza, in fact, that 343 Studios had to make a statement telling them to stop sending pizza. So, I mean, if you're listening and you're one of those people sending pizza to 343 Studios and you want to keep sending pizza to them as a thank you, instead of sending it to them, send it to, like, a homeless shelter or some shit so people can eat. Because, I mean, who knows what they're doing. Hopefully, they're donating the pizza. I hope they're not throwing out the excess pizza. That'd be pretty shitty. But, I mean, if you're listening and you're one of those people that are sending a pizza, look for uh, maybe a soup kitchen or a homeless shelter near 343 Studios and send it there instead. But that's really exciting, being able to play Halo. I mean, I could always play Halo on my Xbox, but, I mean, come on. (laughs) It's on PC now. Why would I want to do that? So, super exciting for a lot of people. Especially for the people who haven't owned an Xbox since 360 because they switched over to Sony with this previous gen. I'm sure they'll be really excited if they have a PC. Google is really teasing their console like really hard this week. Um, they've put, they put a teaser out on the 12th. It's only 30 seconds long and it shows like zoomed out versions of what appears to be game worlds. Uh, There's a scene of a tunnel at a sports stadium, another is in the wings of a music concert, and there's a scene of a dank cave and lush vegetation. Uh, There's another scene with a race car hangar, a scene with a military plane, a scene with a dungeon full of glowing plants, a scene with some sort of warp gate for a spaceship, and a scene uh, that's in like a medieval arena. Um, Obviously, they all invoke different video game genres. Uh, In the description of the video, Google tells people to tune in on March 19th to see, and I quote, Google's vision for the future of gaming, end quote, being unveiled. The teaser doesn't state anything concrete, but in the comments, some have noted that the closing scene of the video with the G logo looks like a console startup screen. There's also a faint, like a bloop sound. I don't know how to really... (laughs) do that but but it could be google's version of the famous playstation and xbox console switch on sounds no confirmation yet but it looks like it may be a streaming console like a streaming box which i've talked about in the past not really working out very well so i guess we're just gonna have to wait and see where that goes so on the 19th they're gonna be unveiling that so keep an eye out i'll definitely tweet it out or share an article on facebook when that drops so keep an eye out on those platforms. Shortly after I released last week's episode, Sony announced that you can now do remote play from your phone. Uh, right now it's iOS only. Uh, when you load it up, it's got virtual buttons on like you'd think that like the, the Vita had. I'm not exactly sure who's going to utilize this, but it's still pretty cool that it's an option now. If you're not using your Vita anymore, or have never had a Vita to experience remote play, you can now experience remote play, but it has to, right now it's only on iOS. I'm sure it'll be released on Android too, uh, but just iOS gets like everything first for whatever reason. Um, But right now, iOS users can now use their iPhones or iPads to play PS4 games using remote play. And yes, that does include Apex Legends, which I'm about to talk about 
right now. It seems this week Apex Legends developers went on a fucking band spree for cheaters, thankfully, because nobody likes cheaters. Cheaters are literally fucking losers that have nothing better to do. They banned 350,000 cheaters in one day. So if you're one of those cheaters, fucking good. Fuck you for cheating, asshole. I'm glad you got banned. I hope they banned your whole fucking IP so you can never play the game again. That'd be great. Cheaters make the fucking game trash because that's what they are. Cheaters are just trash, period. So good on the Apex Legends team for literally taking out the trash. Good on you guys. Thank you. This is just a huge rumor right now, but... This is literally all speculation at this point. There, nothing is confirmed, and that's how, kind of how you know the show kind of goes sometimes. And we all have to just accept it and live with it. But there is a massive rumor that Sony is looking to buy Take Two Interactive. Uh, in case you didn't know who Take Two Interactive is, they are a game studio behind a lot of games, mostly Rockstar games: Grand Theft Auto 4, LA Noir, Max Payne. Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars, the original Grand Theft Auto was actually Take-Two Interactive as well. Other games such as Bioshock 2, Duke Nukem Forever, that pile of shit, uh, Civilization 4, so a lot of games. A lot of different games that this studio is behind. So, if Sony were to buy them, they'd probably make those games even better. But it would also mean that those games would be tied to Sony. And I'm not sure Rockstar's involvement with Take-Two Interactive. I'm not sure how they split things and whatnot. Yeah, if Sony acquired Take-Two, that means IPs such as Borderlands, Civilization, Grand Theft Auto, and Red Dead Redemption. As well as a variety of sports games. I feel like they would be Sony exclusives at that point. I feel like Sony is that petty <laughs> to reach out and buy a huge developer like Take-Two and make all their games Sony exclusive. Now, I'm reading this article right now. There's an article on the right that says Sony shoots down Take-Two rumors. Like I said, this is all speculation and rumors at this point. But man, wouldn't that be something if Sony bought Take-Two? Wow. I guess we'll just have to really wait and see. <laughs> so we all know Konami is just dropping a fucking ball on everything. They haven't made a decent Silent Hill game in a long time or a Metal Gear game, or even a Castlevania game. But with the resurgence of Eddie Schenker's Castlevania anime that is on Netflix, which is fucking great. If you haven't watched it, definitely check it out. Castlevania has seen, you know, some form, kind of like a rebirth. And, you know, recently there was a uh, PS4 exclusive, Castlevania Requiem, which included Symphony of the Night and Rondo of Blood. And that's, you know, exclusively to PS4. But according to a recent filing with Australian Classification Board, Konami has registered a multi-platform game called Castlevania Anniversary Collection. It's all speculation as to, uh, as to what games are going to be on this collection. But if we could get Super Castlevania 4, which was a Super Nintendo game, and then Castlevania Bloodlines, which was a Sega Genesis exclusive, that'd be excellent because those games are pretty pricey for a collector. So to be able to have them on a different console for probably 30 bucks, my guess is they won't go above 40 if they even release this game. So who knows, maybe we'll get... Maybe we'll get Castlevania, and then then we'll get Simon's Quest, and then Dracula's Curse, and then Bloodlines, and Rondo of Blood as well. And then hopefully Super Castlevania 4. That'd be fucking excellent. That'd be a really awesome collection to have. Right now, all speculation. Um, trademarks don't really mean anything. It just means... You know, actually, you know what? Normally I would say that because some trademarks don't mean shit. But this is literally for Castlevania Anniversary Collection. Like, they literally trademarked that. So, I mean, it's coming. 
We just don't know when. And my guess is it's going to be on every platform. I'm guessing it's going to be on Switch, Xbox One, PS4, and even Steam. That's my guess. So we all know that Capcom has been fucking killing it. Resident Evil 2, Devil May Cry 5. They're just literally just... They're closing the fucking market. They are doing such... They've had such a great year this year already. But some people are upset. And I don't know if I would really get upset over this myself. I haven't played Devil May Cry 5 yet. I do plan on it. I guess there's a scene in Devil May Cry 5 that features Dante holding a nude Trish in both of his arms. And I guess the PS4 version of the scene, there's a flash of like lens flare covering up her little butt crack and people are like pissed about it. And I'm not sure, I'm, I'm not sure why. I mean, I get it, but it's weird that it's only on the PS4 version that this happens. Uh, and I guess, you know, uh, you know, censor- censorship in gaming has, it's been a, it's been a rocky roller coaster over the years there's a lot of shit that a lot of people don't realize that was censored especially with nintendo i know this isn't nintendo but nintendo of america and like wizards of the coast censored so much pokemon shit that you some of you guys probably have no fucking idea it's actually insane anyway capcom nor sony have commented regarding the difference nobody knows like it's literally it's i'm looking at the picture right now I'll tweet this out, and it doesn't look like that big of a deal to me personally, but I can I understand the frustration with censorship. A lot of people are crying like, oh, body shaming this and that. It's like, don't, don't, don't fucking freak out that bad for fuck's sake. Don't, don't make it about that, because it's not about that. But my gripe is, the game is rated M for Mature, and it does say brief nudity on it. So, I mean, why even cover her butt crack up with a fucking lens flare makes no sense to me but i'm not like up in arms fucking pitchfork and torch ready to fucking burn capcom to the ground over it but still it's something that we should all talk about so i have some rather strange runescape news to talk about now there was a countrywide blackout in venezuela that caused the value of runescape's dragon bones to drop and it literally caused an economic crisis within the game. No, I am not making this shit up. Uh, in Venezuela, it's well known that there are people who mine gold in RuneScape. They sell it online to turn a profit. And for some people living there, it's more profitable than working like a traditional job, which is fucking nuts. Like imagine living in a country where the gold that you mine is worth more than your currency that you have if you were to work a real job. That's fucking insane. That just it's terrible to think about it, really. I don't really... <laughs> There was a power outage, and it literally caused an economic crisis. That's in, that. That's something that's so crazy to me. Like, I cannot believe a blackout in a country is affecting a game's economy. That is some powerful shit right there. So, Days Gone is that open world... Actually, I'm not sure if it's open world or not. I shouldn't say that. Oh, it's that zombie game made by Naughty Dog. It's basically Uncharted with zombies. <laughs> I don't want to sound like an asshole saying that. This is what it looks like to me. The internet is mad again, up in arms over some stupid fucking shit that they have nothing to do with. Because I guarantee the people that are mad about this aren't even going to fucking A, play the game, or B, even own a console to play it on. Every time somebody gets up in arms about something, everybody has to follow along like a bunch of fucking followers and just complain about shit all the time. Because that's all anybody ever wants to fucking do is complain. I mean, literally, listen to me. I'm complaining right now about complainers. Like, what the fuck? Anyway, in Days Gone, people have been transformed into monsters called Freakers, which are obviously zombies. 
They just don't want to use the word zombie because a lot of people don't. And I fucking love that. I love when a game or a show or a movie knows that they're zombies. Like, they really know, but they don't call them zombies because it's almost like a rule not to. I fucking love it. Anyway, there's a special type of freaker, which, like, most zombie games have special zombies. If you play Left 4 Dead, you know, there's all kinds of different types of special zombies. You know, Dying Light, Dead Island, they all have different types of, you know, zombies or whatever. That's normal. But there is a freaker called a newt. And it's essentially a child. And people are fucking going ape shit over it because you can kill it. This is this is how I know people don't the people that are mad about this don't play video games. Because in Dead Space there was children. Dying light had like fetuses essentially. And all these people are getting mad over this now. Like what the fuck? where were you when these other games came out? Exactly. You were fucking nowhere because you don't play video games and you're getting mad over this for no fucking reason. Like a lot of games go out of their way to not include children, like GTA, Resident Evil, and then there's games like Elder Scrolls and Fallout that have kids that are like untouchable, you can't kill them because the game doesn't let you. But Days Gone's like, no, fuck you. This is a zombie apocalypse. You think a zombie apocalypse is f- it, it, children are immune to it? I mean, in the, in the first episode of The Walking Dead, they don't show it necessarily, but Rick kills a little girl, a zombie, a little a child zombie. Fucking Carol kills a live girl that's alive. Spoiler alert, look at the flowers. Fucking boom, you're done. So I don't understand why people are getting mad over this. It's seriously so fucking frustrating. Like, if you... Man. I'm not saying I want a game where you can just fucking murder kids all the time. I'm I'm not saying that. But to have a game that's based on a zombie apocalypse and have child zombies that you can kill seems kind of fucking normal to me. It's normal. I think people getting outraged over it are the ones that aren't normal. Like, are you fucking retarded? Jesus Christ. Just get pissed about it and complain. You're not going to buy the game anyway because you don't own a console. Because you don't fucking play video games. All you do is sit on your ass all fucking day and find something to bitch about on the internet. And become fucking outraged over it. Fucking shit's annoying. On a brighter note, somebody decided to rebuild Star Wars Pod Racer. The episode episode 1 racer for Nintendo 64. Somebody rebuilt it in Unreal Engine 4 and it fucking looks amazing. Now that it's completed... I'm, I'm just waiting. I'm fucking waiting for EA to send that cease and desist because you know it's coming because they can't capitalize on anything. Maybe they should hire the fucking modder that created the game and actually make the game people fucking want instead of making these trash fucking Star Wars games and canceling other good games. But no, that's not EA. EA is just a lump of fucking shit. I'm going to tweet this trailer out on Twitter. If you don't follow me or want to check it out, you don't really have to follow me to check the trailer out, but I'm going to tweet it anyway. Uh, my, my Twitter username is at TWIMpodcast, no spaces. So I'm going to tweet that trailer out, and uh, you let me know what you think about it. I think it looks incredible, and I definitely want to download it and check it out. Funko, um, actually I should say Entertainment Earth, because I believe it is an Entertainment Earth exclusive. They are coming out with a Charmander pop. So, like I said, they came with Pikachu first. Then they came out with Bulbasaur, and now Charmander's coming in June. He is available for pre-order everywhere, $10.99, not a bad price. If I were you, I'd pre-order now, that way, um, when he comes out, he's not, I mean, he's gonna be scalped to fucking high heaven just like Pikachu was, but he is coming out, and I'll, I'll be picking that one up because Charmander is my favorite Pokemon, other than Gengar. Charmander's my favorite starter. Whenever I play Pokemon, I, got, I try to have Charmander in my squad. I mean, what's not to like? He's just a little fucking lizard cutest fuck with a little fucking flame tail he's like the cutest pokemon in the whole fucking world what's not to like about charmander obviously you don't have to really speculate at this point that squirtle's coming soon because if they announced bulbasaur and now they're coming with charmander i'm sure squirtle's coming too but what we really want are 
the big six inch Charizard, Blastoise, and Venusaur, that would be fucking sick. So we'll see if that comes. I'm sure it will. It's amazing to me already that they're coming, that they're making Pokemon uh, pop vinyls because I thought that would never happen. I was like, there's no way Nintendo's letting that happen. But they did, and they're coming. Bulbasaur is out, Pikachu is out, and Charmander is coming in June. And I'm sure Squirtle will follow soon. Bad news for people who play Fortnite. Uh, Fortnite is trash. More bad news for people who play Fortnite and actually play it on the Switch, which is bizarre to me. Uh, the Nintendo Switch is getting pulled from the crossplay pool, which means if you have a Switch, you can no longer play with people on mobile, people on PS4 or Xbox One. You can still play with PC players, but you can't mix anymore. Not sure why they did this. Probably has something to do with how shitty it runs on the Switch, because I've seen it on the Switch, and man, it looks a fucking mess. So bad news if you have a squad that is on Xbox or a squad on PS4, uh, and you're on the Switch, you can no longer play with them anymore. Sorry about your luck. Just, just stop playing Fortnite altogether. Just do yourself a favor. I have some fucking sick-ass Left 4 Dead news for my Left 4 Dead fans. Now, it's not necessarily Left 4 Dead 3, but Turtle Rock Studios, the ones who created the first Left 4 Dead, and unfortunately evolved because that game was a pile of shit, but let's have some faith in them. They recently stated that they're, and I quote, going back to the roots and at the same time innovating on them. The game that they're coming out with is called Back 4 Blood. Pretty fucking awesome. Pretty uh, pretty clever name. I'm going to read some quotes from Phil Robb, the co-founder and the creative director of this game. Back 4 Blood is our own brand new original IP. You'll be able to shoot up a lot of zombies like in Left 4 Dead, but there's a whole lot of new stuff in Back 4 Blood, which makes it unique. It's hard to overstate what an awesome opportunity this is. We get to return to a genre that was born in our studio with over 10 years of additional experience and zombie ideas racked up in our brains. We also have some of the best teammates in the business who understand our development process and are equally committed to our player first mentality. We love being able to announce so we can start working with the community right away. We are not resting on any past laurels. Our goal is to take all we've learned and push forward. We know that's a tall order. We're growing the team considerably because we're stepping up to the biggest challenge in this studio's history. We know this title has to stand out and we fully intend to make that happen. Now it says Back for Blood will feature a campaign and a player versus player combat and will not be a Battle Royale game, they said, so good for them. It's going to come out on PS4, Windows, PC, and Xbox One and does not have a current release date, so hopefully, hopefully they're not gunning for that next-gen money because I'd like to see it sooner than that. Either way, fucking stoked original devs of left for dead making a game called back for blood there's no fucking way it's not going to be amazing so let's get stoked for that gearbox has been teasing a whole lot for pax pax is march 28th this year so that'll be in a couple weeks or so they haven't confirmed anything they're just teasing and literally everybody just being trolls because that's what they love doing i love gearbox for that such a great great team of devs there but i will say that Two of them, I think, personally, in my opinion, uh, we're going to get Borderlands 3, and I think Borderlands, maybe a, like a Borderlands collection plus 3 will be coming to the Switch. Those, like, like I said, this is all speculation, this is just my opinion, but from the teaser images they've been teasing all week, and they will be teasing up until packs, I think we're getting Borderlands 3 for sure, and we are for sure getting like a Switch version. 
which is pretty cool. And I gotta tell you, Borderlands is such a fucking good game. Even the Telltale Borderlands game, Tales from the Borderlands, that fucking game was incredible too. I know Gearbox wasn't behind that, it was Telltale, but it was still, you could tell the guys at Telltale knew it had to be a certain way for fans of other Borderlands games to like it, and they really brought it to life very well. So if you haven't checked any Borderlands games out at all, first of all, what the fuck are you doing with your life? (laughs) Secondly, fucking get on that shit they're always pretty cheap you know they got the handsome collection on ps4 and xbox one the borderlands games are backwards compatible on xbox one they're really usually pretty cheap on steam one day you're sitting there and you're fucking bored and you have nothing to play or you have too much shit to play and you can't think of something play borderlands because it's fucking incredible and it's a great experience especially if you're doing co-op And it has couch co-op, which is even more fucking amazing. So if you and your girl or you and your guy are sitting around bored on a fucking Sunday, pop in Borderlands and have some fucking fun. Going back to Google and their whole thing, I mean, there's a, uh, the GDC is soon, the games developer conference, and there's a rumor that the Avengers project that it's uh, it's uh, rumored to be a game that has the Avengers in it, but that's literally about it. There's nothing else to it. Nobody knows if it's going to be an action RPG or if it's going to be an MMO. Nobody knows anything. And right now, nobody even really knows if it's going to be at GDC. They might even save it for E3. So it's just a heads up that an Avengers project is planned. Nobody knows what the fuck it's about or when the fuck they're going to show it or when it comes out or what it's going to be on. But (laughs) if I knew all of that, this show wouldn't be that mediocre, would it? So let's just keep our ears to the ground for that one. That's going to do it for gaming news and entertainment news i have some very very exciting fucking news if you haven't heard by now which i'm sure you have already james gunn has been rehired by disney to direct guardians of the galaxy volume 3 that is like the best fucking news i've heard all year dude like fucking almost 500,000 people signed a petition And more than half of the cast threatened to walk away from the movie. Nobody would touch the script because they knew it was James Gunn's baby. And I think Disney was like, huh, maybe we jumped the fucking gun a little bit because now we need the gun back. So that's some really exciting news. Um, kind of wondering if he's going to make the Suicide Squad reboot and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 at the same time. Back to back. What's it going to be? Because I think... James Gunn himself would choose Guardians over Suicide Squad, and I'm pretty sure all of us would too. So, we're going to see how that uh, that plays out. Speaking of Marvel, Avengers Endgame came out with another trailer. Nice long trailer, nice epic fucking trailer. I'm not going to go into a lot of details, but I will say that they are wearing Quantum Realm suits at the end. And it's Cap, Widow, Hawkeye, Rocket, War Machine, Nebula, and Tony Stark. And... Ant-Man, sorry. They're all wearing quantum suits and they're walking all slow-mo badass. Guaranteed! They are walking to Scott's van where they have the accelerator to go into the quantum realm, to travel through time, to fix shit, or to warn people. Either way, it's gonna be fucking crazy. I cannot wait for this fucking movie. Like, between the trailer dropping on Thursday, James Gunn being rehired on Friday, it's been a fucking crazy week for Marvel fans, dude. It's been a good week for us. Um, I did go see Captain Marvel. Uh, it was okay. Goose 
the cat is my favorite part of the entire movie. Uh, the Nick seeing Nick Fury and Coulson young was also very fucking cool. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, I will. I'm not. You know, the movie has been out for a week, but I'm still not going to spoil the the mid credit scene and the post credit scene. I won't spoil anything for you. Uh, I personally give this movie like a six out of ten. It's not the best Marvel movie, but it's not the worst either. The worst is Thor two. <laughs> Thor: The Dark World is fucking so boring. You just want to sleep. This movie is nowhere near Infinity War, and it will not touch Endgame. I mean, it's on its way to making a billion, which is cool. Congratulations to Marvel. And I don't know. That's all I really got to say. I don't really want to get into it too much because I'll talk for an hour. You don't want that. I mean, you might want that, but whatever. Everybody remembers that movie Doom back in 2005 with The Rock in it, and it wasn't very good at all. It wasn't good at all. Somebody had the fucking bright idea to make another one. And they released a trailer this week. And it f- it fucking looks terrible. It looks so terrible. It looks like a fucking B-movie, dude. It looks like, like a fucking YouTube movie. Like, that YouTube produced. As a matter of fact, I'm sure that YouTube has produced something that looks better than this. When I saw the trailer, I, I, I honestly thought it was a fucking joke. I thought it was a joke. <laughs> like... 100%. But apparently it's not. And I'm going to tweet out the trailer, and you guys have to watch it, and it just looks so fucking bad. I don't know what Universal is doing. Oh my god, I'm watching it right now as I'm talking. <laughs> it's fucking bad. It's very bad. I don't know what kind of cameras they used or lenses, but it literally looks like a movie you would see on fucking sci-fi. Like a sci-fi original movie. That's what this looks like. So I'm going to tweet it. Check it out if you want. <laughs> But fucking beware because it looks like shit and uh, I'm not excited for this at all another rumor speculation but Disney's looking to really milk that Star Wars money everybody knows that already Disney literally wants to milk Star Wars harder than Luke milked that weird creature at the Jedi Temple <laughs> like it's very it's getting bad but but uh, this would be coming out on Disney Plus allegedly uh, they're going to be working on a Knights of the Old Republic series take that with a grain of salt take it as it is everybody knows how much i love knights of the old republic and a lot of star wars fans it's a lot of star wars fans favorite game i'm sure disney will find a way to fuck it up and we're gonna see outrage and outcries of star wars so i'm sure i'll be covering that when the time comes but right now it's rumored that disney is going to be working on a knights of the old republic show for disney plus and by the way this is live action not animated or cartoon or cg but a live action show not sure where that's gonna go (laughs) or how people are gonna feel about it but you heard it here first if you haven't seen it already fingers crossed so on the 25th of this month uh, it's apple's event and a lot of people are reporting that they are going to unveil their tv streaming service it's not very exciting because it's just one more fucking thing that you gotta fucking have i can just see it now Apple TV streaming service exclusive show that you just have to watch. Just like you have to watch the fucking shit on Amazon Prime. Just like you have to watch the Hulu shit. You have to watch the Netflix shit. Disney Plus is going to have their own shit. It's like by the time all these streaming services come out, you're going to be paying just as much for all those streaming services as you would if you had cable. And everyone's like, oh, I'm, I'm cutting the cord. I'm a fucking cord cutter. No more cable. Yeah, but how much are you spending on streaming services, you fucking twat? Saying just as much. Shit is just going to get more expensive, too, as time goes on. Just like Netflix hiked their prices some more. You think that's going to be the last of that? You think that's going to stop that? I don't think so. So, on top of all the other streaming services, get ready for an Apple streaming service, too. 
Can't wait for that. On the topic of streaming services, Netflix has announced that it's going to make a Dragon's Dogma anime. So that's really awesome. Here's a quick synopsis. Uh, Based on a world-famous action RPG set in an open world, Dragon's Dogma from Capcom will be brought to life as a Netflix original anime series. The story follows a man's journey seeking revenge on a dragon who stole his heart. On his way, the man is brought back to life as an Arisen, an action-adventure about a man challenged by demons who represent the seven deadly sins of humans. So it fucking sounds lit. And Netflix is pretty on fucking point with their anime, so this could be amazing. And it's just Dragon's Dogma, and that just gets us one step closer for them to make a fucking really good Monster Hunter anime, which would be amazing too. I know there's one that exists, but it's not anything like you want it to be, trust me. But this is really good news. So hopefully this does good and they get Monster Hunter rolling too. Then maybe we could see a crossover of Dragon's Dogma and Monster Hunter. Holy fuck, that'd be sick. So the episode times of Game of Thrones have been released and I have to say I'm a little disappointed now remember we're only getting six episodes and it's reported that episode one is going to be 54 minutes episode 2 58 3 60 4 78 5 80 6 80 if you take all that extra time from each episode it only gives you one more episode I remember back when we heard about them shortening the season we were told that the, their goal was 90 to 120 minutes per episode, which would have been fucking sick, right? Every Sunday you get to watch a Game of Thrones movie? That's not the case anymore. Apparently these are the times, and like I'm super bummed over it. A lot of people are bummed, but I gotta say, guys, we gotta be thankful that we're even getting it, and we gotta be thankful that they're not splitting them up, but still, it is a bummer nonetheless. We're essentially getting seven episodes worth of Game of Thrones instead of ten. And that really, that stings. That really stings. But there is a bright side. The budget for these six episodes was probably fucking enormous because they didn't have to make the other episodes. So these episodes are going to be top tier. Just wish they were a little longer, but hey, beggars can't be choosers. Twitter is rolling out some, some updates. And some of them are okay, and some of them are kind of fucking stupid, if you ask me. Now, one of them is setting a feature to enhance pictures and video on the app in an effort to encourage users to make more use of the cameras on their smartphones, which they're only doing that so people stop using fucking Instagram and Snapchat so much, but that's likely not going to happen because Instagram and Snapchat are just fucking giants. Um, One of the things that people are unimpressed with, and I think this is kind of fucking stupid too, they're going to hide the number of likes and retweets on Twitter. Now, I I gotta ask why. I don't understand the point. They're saying that... It's an, they're, they're removing it uh, in an attempt to make the platform more friendly. How the fuck is a retweet number and a like number going to stop people from just verbally destroying everyone? Because that's all Twitter is, right? Twitter is like a good source for news and a good source for telling someone to go fuck themselves, right? I don't know how removing those numbers is going to change anything. If I had a huge Twitter account, I'd be kind of fucking pissed. Like, how? I'm sure there's analytics for huge Twitter profiles, but... How could you really judge your analytics if there's no number under your tweet? Like, either one person likes it or 67,000 like it. You you won't know. Is there a way to know if you have a big Twitter account? I'm going to read a couple tweets here in regards to hiding the numbers. One person said, Twitter removing number counts on retweets and likes is an asinine move. Eliminates a lot of the energy that makes this platform go. The meritocracy it is from a content perspective and compromises the ability to pick out the value of what's important in the moment. Somebody else said, 
Twitter hiding like and RT numbers is an awful decision. These stats are a transparent way to see that Twitter users are driving the conversation. This move makes it easier for Twitter to decide what trends go viral. We need to raise some hell to get Twitter to change its mind. Now, Joe Rogan actually had Dorsey on, the co-creator of Twitter, with one of his legal dogs like last week maybe it was two weeks by now and they fucking drilled them drilled them with a lot of questions and they just had corporate robot answers so there's really no changing twitter twitter is actually garbage for the most part in my opinion in my honest opinion i fucking hate twitter i'm not even gonna get into its ideology because that's just a whole other conversation and you know how i like to include as little politics as possible hence why i'm not talking about the dumb bitch that paid a bunch of money for her kid to go to school and the unfortunate shooting that happened in new zealand i'm not going to talk about those this is not the place for that my heart does go out to the victims of the of the shootings but i just don't want to talk about that certain this isn't that kind of show but i will send out positive vibes that's all i'm going to say about that so as far as twitter changing the numbers of rts and likes dumb decision people are going to fucking revolt they're probably going to change it because somebody's like oh i tweeted something and i only got five likes but this person over here tweeted and he got 13 likes so i'm fucking sad now I'm so sad. Twitter, please fucking change this. That's all I can fucking see in my head as to why this is happening. God, the idea of it just... <laughs> Jesus. Remove the numbers to make it more friendly. What does it even fucking mean? Oh, okay. I'm going to move on. So the conversation we had tonight was great. And I'm really glad that you decided to be a part of that. So what was your favorite part of today's show? I want to know. Let me know on any of my social medias. Uh, which I will plug right now. Facebook.com slash This Week in Mediocrity. That's where I'm most active. On Instagram and Twitter, I am TWIM Podcast. I'm pretty active on Instagram for the most part. Twitter, not so much. I'm, I'm on I'm on Twitter. I check Twitter once a day, at just, just about once a day. Uh, so hit me up on any of those platforms. You know, let me know what you think of today's show and let me know what your favorite part was was it james gunn coming motherfucking back or was it the master chief collection being officially announced it's got to be one of those things right because those are both exciting as fuck was it the avengers endgame trailer because of that shit was fire hmm what was it you gotta let me know was it the left for dead spiritual successor hmm back for blood was it that you gotta let me know if you want to be included in the outro at the end of this you can also send me a voice clip to my email, which is thisweekinmediocrity at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to just send me a video of you saying it, I can convert it. Doesn't matter. Super simple. You can send that to any of my social media accounts via direct message. Slide into my DMs. Friendly reminder that I am on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and basically literally anywhere podcasts are available except for Pandora. Like I said last week, uh, I think you have to own a private jet to be on Pandora. Not sure what the fuck's going on there and i don't really care anywhere a podcast is available i am there i am screaming i'm complaining and i'm being mediocre as fuck about it and that's okay that's the point so until next week shut your mouth get fucked and stay mediocre thank you for tuning into thank you for tuning in thank you for tuning into 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 thank you for tuning in thank you for tuning in thank you for tuning into this week in mediocrity this week in mediocrity this week in mediocrity this week in mediocrity this week in mediocrity